1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. This episode of the Adventure Jogger Podcast brought to you by John Carroll, Corey West, Matt Hill, James Brenn, and Adam Thomas-Divine. And of course, all of our Patreon supporters and you, yes, you the listener. <laughs> the adventure jogger a podcast about trail and ultra running meet fascinating runners from the front middle and back of the pack sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running running should be fun and so should running podcasts i'm your host ryan Pluckelman, and this is the adventure jogger allison mercer how are you welcome to the adventure jogger
0: Oh my gosh, a dream come true. How are you, Ryan? I am great.
1: A a dream come true?
0: I mean, what do they say on radio? Long time listener, first time caller? Well, first time guest. I oh. can tell you, I probably listen to every episode. Don't quiz me, but to be on it, oh my gosh, I'm... I must be dreaming.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I am so happy to have you on, Allison. I could honestly say you are the only woman on planet Earth that has some. I mean, this this is an exclusive podcast right here because you are the only woman on planet Earth that has two gold jerseys, two gold shirts from Strolling Jim, the legendary, iconic... 40 mile ultra marathon in Tennessee. We want to get to that in just a little bit. I wanna I wanna hear your Strolling Gym breakdown and talk about you making history and all that fun stuff. But we kind of have to start because Allison, you kind of have broken onto the scene of ultra running and shocked some people. And the shock started last year at Strolling Gym. People were like, Allison Mercer. And now you've continued to really put yourself on people's radar. But we have to go back in time. We have to talk about Allison Mercer's running story. Talk about your running journey that got you to, you know, your second gold Which, By the way, people can't see this because it's audio. I'm wearing my red strolling gym shirt in honor of you, and you are wearing one of your gold shirts
0: yeah it was hard to decide which one to wear you know on the podcast you know it's it's just like one of those things i'm like because you know they're so different i feel like they're more like dresses because it's like one size fits most and i feel like i need to wear like a belt or something i told laz i was like listen like you make them a little shorter maybe a little crop like make a woman's size because now, now you got more women doing it. You got to you got to level up. So, you know Maybe next year <laughs> or maybe I should just like decorate it, make it a crop top, make it a tank top. I don't know. We'll go crazy.
1: Well, here's the truth. So if you don't know, folks, Strolling Gym going on for 45 years, Wartburg, Tennessee, Strolling Gym is a famous uh, walking horse or a, a, it's, it's, it's this big deal. Right. And so a red shirt like the one I have is for sub seven hours. Um there's a blue shirt that's for sub 6 hours and Allison has the the gold shirt because she's gone sub 5. She's gone under 5 hours both times. So this is the ultimate flex. I mean I th- and the thing is like Laz hasn't like bought those yellow shirts, those gold shirts probably 20 years ago and he hasn't gone through the first order of gold shirts. He orders way more red shirts than he orders the gold shirts so that's probably why allison it's a one size fits most for you he probably got a deal on mediums and larges 15 years ago and now you're just dealing with (laughs) with his leftover shirts that shirt might be older than you allison
0: Well, is that probably why it kind of smells? Or was that from (laughs) me? I don't know.
1: A little Uh, little musty, moldy smell to it. It's been sitting in a cardboard box for 30 years.
0: (laughs) Along with the same flags from the last 45 years and the same finish line and probably who knows what else. But I guess it's more traditional.
1: Yeah no yeah yeah exactly exactly okay so before we get into your incredible stories of the two gold shirts i want to hear kind of your running journey allison how did you get you know into running were you always a runner and kind of what brought you into the world of ultra marathons
0: i mean when you can't you know, dribble basketball or go upstairs without falling. You (laughs) tend to be a runner and not a basketball player. I I guess that's usually how people get into running. It's like, yeah, um, that that hand-eye coordination thing wasn't for me. I mean, it was very disappointing for my parents. But, (laughs) yeah, no, I started high school, middle school, and really enjoyed it. Like, it's just such a fun experience, cross-country, Um, I mean, when your track doesn't have lights, but whatever, Um, and just continued it through college. And then afterwards, just picking up local run clubs around Atlanta and then started getting the marathon bug when seeing other people do it. And then um, I actually started trail running on a Tinder date. So um, that was my first foray into trail running so
1: (laughs) what What? wait a minute 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 you went on your first trail run on a tinder date how did that all go down
0: um well we started talking about running and he was like what you know because i don't list my prs in my Tinder profile at the time. He was just like, so are you fast? Like, you know, you see pictures and they're like, oh, you're a runner. Like, you know, cool. So he's like, oh, have you ever done trail running? I think if you're fast on the roads, you should be fast in trails. And I know a lot of girls I want you to beat. So apparently like I was his prize horse. I wasn't even like a dinner date. Like it was just like, oh yeah, I'm going to ride this one and, and get her to beat everyone. I was just like, I'm going to fall, I'm going to get lost, I'm going to be cold and hungry, who knows where. But I was like, eh, yellow, let's let's see what it's like. And I had a wonderful time. I mean, there was no romance with the guy, but (laughs) I really appreciate him introducing me. And I fell more in love with trail running than him. But, you know, that's the way it goes
1: sometimes. It is so funny. Like, Tinder is known as it's a hookup site it's where people will go when they want you know something along those lines the people at tinder must have been like guys guys look at this look at this there's two people that are not trying to hook up they're using this to to trail run they're setting up a date to trail run is that code for some guys is trail runs a code no no actually they're going trail running. You may be the first. <laughs> now, now one could argue a lot of bad decisions are made on Tinder. Perhaps you made a bad decision on Tinder as well. But it looks like it turned out okay for you.
0: I mean, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for Tinder. So, you know.
1: <laughs> so, so, Tinder date wants you to get fast because he wants you to 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 beat some women maybe women that said no to him when he asked them on Tinder dates to see if they wanted to go trail running um but were you a speed demon like were you fast in high school cross country and running in college and, and marathoning
0: oh gosh no like i'm way fast i would say 4 to 5 minutes faster in just a 5k now 20 years later than um, I was in high school which my parents are always like why weren't you this fast in high school you could have gone a college scholarship and you would have been our child like come on like what is wrong with you <laughs> but you know better late than never is what I tell them so it doesn't really hold a lot of water
1: <laughs> I love that why weren't you fast when you were younger college would have been a heck of a lot cheaper for us if you would have been fast back then but What was, what was the, when did it change for you, Allison? When did you go from, it sounds like you were kind of middle of the pack early on. When did you go from middle of the pack to the front of the pack?
0: I think um, just, I'm honestly like trail running, like just going slower and building up different muscles and then just kind of being able to challenge myself and saying that I can do this and just having the love of running and consistency of being able to run and not go too hard all the time. I know it's crazy. And just really just like running, like it wasn't about, Oh, what splits am I doing? What am I, who am I running with? Like what's going on? It's just like, let's just have fun and then see where it takes me. Mm -hmm. And then, um, getting kind of like a training plan and, um just pushing myself and then just having others that like believe in you, having a run group and, and community always helps too.
1: So it sounds like you're saying like you were able to once you found trail running, you had you had a good base going with your road running. You were running marathons and all of that. But it seemed like the seriousness of Road running and road running does have is a little more serious than than ultra running. I mean, it is a lot about splits and workouts and this and that. It seemed like for you, trail running forced you to try some new things, keep running fresh for you, but also to slow down and vary your workouts a bit.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, we all go through the phase of, hey, how fast can I flex on straw? (laughs) <laughs> and then realize, hey, I'm injured for a month. Like, mm-hmm. like that, and that's not a good flex on Strava. So you know, with trail running, and especially with my coordination, slowing down is always optimal. So and just, um, just learning all the different tricks of you know elevation and technical terrain, which. In the south, there's no no shortage of, especially here in Georgia, with the AT mm. and other trails around. And just, I feel like you build up so much strength by doing um, trails because you're not doing the same motion. And so I I've just grown to love it, and then meet a lot of people doing it, including um, my husband, which I. And is a big part of my journey, and and having someone that's also a trail runner that can help you and also can tell you to slow the f down, like what are you trying to do, keep you
1: in check. Okay, so your 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 husband is a trail and ultra runner. How did you guys meet?
0: Um, the old-fashioned way, Strava. <laughs> Isn't
1: that how people meet? Like, <laughs> well, Allison, I think there's some confusion. I, I wanna, I, I just, I think you may be confused on a couple of things. So, okay, hang on. Strava is where you post running stuff and where you can possibly meet people to run with on Strava. Tinder is where you meet people for relationships. You seem to have confused the two. You've been using Tinder for running buddies and Strava for romance. You're supposed to switch those up a bit. Now you tell me. (laughs)
0: where were you before i've been looking in all the wrong places for all the wrong people well, this is embarrassing
1: I just, alice is looking at her phone on, on tinder going this guy doesn't even look like a runner but he's not wearing running shorts <laughs> so, so so how did you meet your husband on strava Well, so
0: I was on a, on a group run that, um, and this guy, uh, this guy, Evan was just talking about this guy, Ben setting an FKT called the Georgia loop Mm -hmm. and being sort of new to trail running, but not wanting to look like a newbie. I was like, Oh yeah. FKTs. Totally. (laughs) Like, Oh, Georgia loop. Oh, that's my favorite route. (laughs) Had no idea. Yeah. And, um, you know, later on I looked it up and was like, Oh wow. That that's kind of cool. Like, it's like so hard, like Georgia Loop com- is probably one of the most, um, I would say, hardest routes FKTs in the Southeast. And so, I, but I had no idea. Yeah. And to learn what uh, fastest known time was, mm-hmm. um, and then started looking up more. And then lo and behold, all of a sudden, who shows up and who you would know on Facebook, who do you know on Instagram and Strava? But a week later, Ben actually started following me on Strava, saw I was running with a couple other guys and there he was just like, who's this fast chick that's like running with my friends? So I asked them like, who is this Ben guy? He just started following me. And they're like, oh, that's the Ben guy I was telling you about. And I'm like, oh wow, why is he following me? Like, I'm not really (laughs) anyone, I'm not setting FKTs. And then um, fast forward, he rescues some guinea pigs on a trail. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and so I commented like, oh, that's so nice. Are you getting them as a pet? Like just making up any line to talk to him. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I sent him a message on Instagram about it. And then we just start talking. I'm like, hey, do you want to run some? I'm going to get my ass handed to me like he's setting fkts and i'm just trying not to fall (laughs) but we end up meeting up and i send my friend shala like a note like hey i'm meeting up with this guy like we're going on a trail run i don't know him he could be a serial killer but here's my location just in case (laughs) because we met at like 6 a.m at a kroger to go to this trailhead So I didn't know, like, <laughs> I trust my friends like, oh, he's a great guy, but you know, we did have a great time, I didn't fall. We talked endlessly about not only running, but like basketball and just realized we had so much in common. And I kind of hinted like, oh, is this a date? Because I didn't know if he was like, fall, yeah. divorce, serial yeah. killer, like, I don't know. <laughs> So, I mean, it worked out. Two weeks later, like, we're doing 5Ks together. We did a race around North Georgia called H9. Yeah. Met his parents um, within the first month. You know, total normal stuff. You know, got married six months later.
1: Yeah. Wow. What was it about this guy on Strava? That's That's incredible to go from following someone on strava to married to them in six months but i've often said allison you probably heard me say it on the podcast when you do long runs when you run with someone it cuts through the bs really quick like you have a lot of time to spend with each other sharing stories sharing your life talking and all of that stuff did it feel like maybe you'd been together longer because you spent so much time running together
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he was just like, you don't stop talking. <laughs> and, and I'm very honest, especially on a run. And I'm very sarcastic and very have a very dry humor where he was like, I don't know if I can keep up with this. But I have to say he has gotten funnier and his humor is a lot drier. <laughs> thanks to me. I would like to think I would like to think so.
1: You've made, um, him, a, you've made him a better man.
0: Obviously. Um, so, and and just having that appreciation and respect. And also, I feel like when you date and marry a runner, they're not like questioning, what? You're getting up at what time mm-hmm. to do what? Right. Like, okay, go have fun. But, um, and also just like always want a crew, always want to support and do whatever. So that's what I love. And then his family loves crewing like when we actually did georgia loop together actually three years ago today um for the fkt his parents were just so excited about crewing i'm like my parents would be like what we're doing what in the middle of nowhere for how long
1: (laughs) and they're all in
0: always so when we did um the uh, entire section of the Georgia AT unsupported, they were kind of like disappointed. They're like, Wait, you won't need us? You don't <laughs> want us to help anything?
1: <laughs> Sorry, was that your honeymoon doing the Georgia AT together?
0: Um, no, we actually did um two Kusa loops,
1: so I for, mean, for your
0: honeymoon. Yeah, because we got married like March 19, 2020. So right before the world shut down, Mm -hmm. because um, it was actually funny. I proposed to Ben. I said, hey, because the week leading up to it, um, he was supposed to go on a trip, but the world was getting ready to end. So he was like, probably not a good idea. He's like, what do you want to do? Because I had just gotten laid off and I was like, hey, do you want to get married? And he's like. Sure. So <laughs> we went to the courthouse on Wednesday to get a license. And then our friend who's Ordain, who actually kind of helped introduce us, Eli, we went on top of Kennesaw Mountain and got married actually on the anniversary of Ben's Georgia Loop FKT. So he'll always remember our anniversary. Even though he'll refer to it as his Georgia Loop FKT.
1: (laughs) It's the FKT and his wedding anniversary. (laughs) Priorities. (laughs) That is that is a whirlwind romance. Holy crap, (laughs) Allison. Holy crap. That is one hell of a story. But it sounds like your husband Ben. Like he's he's taught you things. You may have taught him things about love and being funny, but it seems like he's kind of taught you things about running as well and kind of helped you to develop as a runner.
0: Oh, definitely. Especially with trails like he knows every North Georgia trail and just trails around here near Kennesaw, like the back of his hand. Like he sees a picture, he knows exactly where it is. And so to have someone, because the only way you get better at something is doing it. Right. So every weekend it would be like, oh, what trail are we doing? Where are we running? So I became a lot more comfortable, especially longer distances with him. And just knowing, all right, I can do this. Oh, 25 miles on the eighteen. Oh, no problem. Like, right. Let's pack some snacks and let's go. So, um, and he always knew. So, anytime I did a trail race, he's like, "Oh, you're going to dominate. Like, we've done this a thousand times. Like, just don't be stupid. I mean, just
1: yeah, a lot harder than it sounds. <laughs> it sounds so easy." Um, yeah. Allison, what was that moment when you realized and you saw the the change in your running where you went from? middle of the packer to front of the packer when did you notice like oh wait a minute i'm stronger and i'm faster than i've ever been
0: i mean honestly the the muscles and everything that you get on trail running you know you're not doing the same repeated motion and let's be honest after running on some technical terrain on the et road running is pancake it's like you might as well be wearing super shoes all the time yeah. because you're not going up. Oh, is that a rock? Up. Oh, is that a root? Or is that a snake? Like it's just smooth sailing. So it just really helps you pick up your speed. And then I started noticing it in races when I'm PRing, and I'm like, like I said, like faster than I ever would imagine in high school. Yeah, you were the Guess clumsy. What? Fast yeah. forward 40, 20 years later, <laughs> you're doing this. And also having someone that's like, oh, sign you up for a 40 miler. Yeah. It like not doing anything longer, you know, than a marathon on the roads um, was just like unbelievable. But I was like, all right, if he thinks I can do it,
1: I can do it. Yeah. So, So wait, he signed you up for strolling gym the first year.
0: Yeah, it was a nice little Valentine's gift. It was like roses are blue our uh, roses are red, violets are blue, um, you are fast or something. I don't know. It was really cute. That's why I remember it so well. Um, but yeah, because I wanted to do a local um hundred K in Atlanta from Kennesaw to Stone Mountain. And he's like, Well, if you're already running roads, you might as well do it in a competitive race where there's potential prize money for a course record. Um, You enjoy the roads, like, why not? And the only thing I knew about strolling gym was what I learned on your podcast. So I just knew better have a good crew. Um, You
1: know, just watch out for dogs. What? Wait, what? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. The only woman on planet Earth that has two gold strolling gym shirts only heard of the race because of uh, listening to a tertiary running podcast called the adventure jogger
0: yeah i mean you need to do marketing and pr for laz and steve durbin because obviously it's working and <laughs> it's helping with race entries. so maybe you need to get a cut or something or going bring to that
1: sales. up sales <laughs> Let me text Derb right now. Hey Steve, I need (laughs) a cut.
0: (laughs) Yes, all the entries they're getting, I'm sure it's because of, you know, the adventure jogger. Obviously they're like, you need a promo code for Strolling Gym and Tumble Hill and all the other races.
1: I think you're right. Yeah, I think that that Spotify money just ain't enough. I need to get some of that strolling gym money too. <laughs> oh yeah. Big time. So, big money. So he It's like got, the Barclay money. Right, exactly. Exactly. I'll get a pack of cigarettes and some and some flannel shirts or something. Um Heck yeah. I, I have to ask because one of the most legendary couples exchanges ever on the adventure jogger was Cole Crosby, who has messaged me. He's going to be in the area, and I believe he and Ashley are coming for dinner in July, which is going to be great. Which, by the way, if you're ever in Nashville, you call me, and we're going to go out for dinner. So, just you got my you got my my contact info. You're ever up this way, I want dinner. Okay, we're going to go out for dinner. I'll pay with the Spotify money. Um, but but Cole, his wife got him an entry into Cocodona, which was fourteen hundred dollars. And he got her a pair of Belega socks. Now, because of that inside joke, she now has hundreds of pairs of Belega socks because everybody buys her Belega socks all the time. So, Ben bought you an entry into Strolling Gym. Did you buy him a pair of Belega socks as well, Allison, <laughs> for, for Valentine's Day?
0: No, he got the upgrade. He got Swift Whips, you know? <laughs> no, I mean. Our 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 joke is, you know, whenever someone wants to do something or whatever, we sign him up. Like, I actually signed him up for the Peachtree Road Race, you know, the world's yeah. largest 10K in Atlanta. Yeah. And he had never done it. And all of my friends are just like, you're a runner and you haven't done Peachtree? Yeah. They're just like, so now he's going to be signed up for July 4th. He'll be running up in the front of the pack like he says he is. <laughs> or he's going to go do beer miles, which anything is possible with him.
1: Go for it. Huh. That's, you a, know. that's an awesome exchange. That seems a little more fair than, than Coca-Dona and Belega. That seems a really fair exchange. But what was he seeing, Allison? And what were you seeing from the klutzy high school kid? You know, it was your words, not mine. Who is a middle of the packer. A middle of the packer pretty much your whole life. What were you seeing that made you go like, okay, maybe I can set the course record at Strolling Gym and win this prize money, the thousands of dollars they were putting up for someone to break the course record. What were you seeing at that point?
0: I mean, ask Ben. No, um, <laughs> I would say after having a successful um, marathon training before and just loving the roads and hiring a coach, in who had course records of her own at strolling gym Mm -hmm. and just having the tools needed for it and getting the splits in the workouts I was doing. Um, I was like, I got to be prepared. Let's see. Of course, when we drove the course the day before, I was like, what did I sign up for seeing that, you know, it's an open course. There's no shoulder. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of weird ducks. I was like, Ben, do you really love me if you're signing me up for this? And he was like, you don't have to run this. Like, it's fine. Like, I understand. And I was like, we're here. Like, let's go. So I was glad I did, obviously. But it was definitely an experience because – like you said, that the course profile doesn't do it justice. Doesn't
1: at all. And No. <laughs> no, not at all. So. Like, you, you look at that, that course, you read about the course, like, oh, it's rolling hills. You think rolling hills, Tennessee countryside. And what you don't take into account on that course and what makes this race so hard is, first of all, it's early spring in Tennessee. So it could be uh, 30 degrees. It could be 90 degrees with 75% humidity. Every, the, the bulk of the course all the same day oh yeah exactly and, and there's a thunderstorm <laughs> in there and then you don't realize that it's exposed and so you don't get much shade at all there's some shade here and there but i would say if i had to put a number on it i would think of the 41 miles of the course i would say maybe five are shaded and the rest you are you are exposed to the elements that makes it hard and then when you get out on the course and you and the elevation profile lies to you, you're like, "Whoop! Like, did Laz prank somebody to do that elevation profile? Because it looks it's way way more up than it is at all." And by the way, we're talking about you know 2022, the first year that you got the the gold jersey. Um, so yeah, you don't even know what you're in for. You heard about it on some podcast. You're like, "Why not?" You go out there and do this thing, but then you get a little bit of a surprise. You are gunning for the W. You're getting faster. It looks like it's a possibility for you. But then you find out not too many days before the start that there's a special surprise. A new a new competitor has entered the race with just days to spare.
0: Yeah, this new runner, I mean, she's really new to the scene. I didn't know she had ever done the distance before. <laughs> But yeah, uh, this woman Camille Heron, yeah, <laughs> she signed up. You know, just world record holder. I mean, I think there's probably she has probably more world records, than not. And I don't know what distance she doesn't have a world record in. Right. Maybe the hundred meters, but that was probably just recently broken. Um, yeah, because Ben and I joked. We're just like, why hasn't Camille done this? She has records in everything. There's decent prize money. Um, And then lo and behold, he walks in, it's Thursday before the race, and it's like, hey, guess what? And I'm just like, what? And he's like, guess who signed up? And I'm like, who? He's like, Camille. I'm like, (laughs) oh God, what? Like, are you joking? Like, you already know I'm nervous. Like, and he's like, nope. So I was just like, well, maybe she won't show, maybe this, maybe that. But lo and behold, we go to pack a pickup the next day and I see Connor right outside the van. And I'm just like, well, she's here. <laughs> so.
1: You had trained. You get signed up for this race on Valentine's Day. So you've had really two and a half months change to get ready for strolling gym. You saw things in your marathon times. Ben saw things in your marathon and half marathon times where you're thinking, this is a real chance. I can break this course record. I can can win the prize money. Things are looking good. And then... Someone who's going to go down in history as one of the greatest ultra marathoners of all time, like a legend, someone who is, is pushing the boundaries of the sport, who is doing things that people thought were impossible, who is just, I mean, a living legend signs up for the race two days beforehand how did that make you feel knowing that yes there were some talented runners and by the way your coach janice anderson i i have her on the adventure jogger on an upcoming episode holy cow she is amazing holy cow i'm just gonna say like that's one you're not gonna want to miss um you have all that you've got that training you've got this incredible woman who's done so many wonderful things training you for this race and then Camille shows up. How did it feel to have the GOAT, the greatest, towing the line with you when you would didn't expect that two days ahead of time?
0: I mean, I think that's the beauty of never know who's going to show up. I mean, like you said, no one expected me to do anything. And then, boom, here you go. But I think it, it helps you. Obviously, the first thing that I'm thinking is, crap, there goes winning there goes anything but it's like you never count yourself out like you never know what happens on race Mm -hmm. day she could see the course and go yeah this is not what i wanted this is affecting my western states like i've got bigger fish to fry and um but it was it turned out it'd be a great experience because i had someone to chase i had someone to challenge i had someone to keep motivated hanging that carrot and just keep on going. And I didn't even realize I was as close as I was until Laz was giving out the splits for every, um, big milestone, half marathon 50 K. And I'm like, if he's still here and he's not the finish, I can't be that much. Um, I can't be that behind. And, you know, he's like, she's two minutes back. She's four minutes back. And I was like, I could get this. Like, why not? Like, Show him, you know, who can do it because I went in, I was like, Oh, glasses is this misogynist, like, whatever. I'm gonna prove him wrong. Like, yeah, I got this. And it's funny because he actually was talking to Ben a lot during the course while they're waiting and doing the splits, him and my in laws, and he was like, Does she know that I'm part of the race? That I'm not some random stranger, <laughs> like just spectating. And i was just like does he think that he's like she's just so laser focused and i'm like yeah because i'm in the zone but (laughs) it was such a great experience and he was absolutely giddy like ben was like he was just so excited to see two women going under five and he actually asked ben he was like what's her goal and he was like well of course record but sub five definitely So, um, for him to hear that I went in with that, like motivation mentality and just kept on pushing, even when the walls were just like relentless Mm -hmm. and, oh, my back was just like, what are you doing? And every part of my body was just like, I hate you right now. (laughs) I was just like, once I hit that two mile and it was just like, all right, I have, you know, 15 minutes to go under five. Let's go. And it was just like grab a chair and just run like hell.
1: First of all, I love that Laz thought you thought he was like some hobo just sitting on the side of the road. road. <laughs> <laughs> you seen him. <laughs> Does she even know who I am? Does she think I'm just some weirdo on the side of the road? Does she know that I'm involved with the race. But it's interesting that you you came in thinking Laz was a misogynist. And I think people that will peripherally hear things that he says would, would have that idea about him. But then you realize that like he wants a woman to finish Barkley. He does. 100%. Right. But he doesn't, but I agree. He, but he doesn't want to make it easy. He, I, I, he, I think Laz believes he believes a woman will finish Barkley, but if he makes it easier, then there's always going to be that question. And there's always going to be that asterisk. So he, you know, he knows it's going to happen at some point, right? And I think you're right. When he saw that, first of all, Camille's going to come and going to do really well. But when he saw you, because there was no expectations with you, Allison. There was no fanfare. There was no, like, like you were this person that came out of nowhere. And like, you were this, this thing, like, holy cow, who is this woman pushing Camille? and everybody starts talking, and for him to see like, oh my God, there's only been one woman in the history of strolling gym that has gone under five hours and got a gold shirt. But now in 2020, he has two, two women. One, the greatest, one of the greatest ultra marathoners in history, period. And the next one is this unknown runner from Atlanta, who is just blazing named Allison Mercer. Like it was you gave him the perfect race day in 2022.
0: Oh, for sure. And that was what was so cool is to share this experience and share history with Camille and to say, you know, before this race only one other woman had ever gotten sub 5. A lot a lot of strong women, my coach,
1: mm-hmm.
0: one of my good friends Joe Brayley like have tried and to think that I got the same time as David Gunn won the race. you know, yeah. the first thing Steve Durbin told me at, when I finished was any other year you would have won. <laughs> I'm like, <"Ooh>, thanks. <laughs> but you know, it's like, if I'm going to, you know, finish second, I'll finish second to Camille any day and just share the experience and talk to her, for a couple of hours at the race and mm-hmm. you know consider her a friend now and i talked to her a lot about anything going on in the sport and to say that you know i went in going oh gosh but now i'm like i am so glad she was part of it and to have that experience with her i mean she is such a wonderful human mm-hmm. and last too like i mean i totally he changed my perception, and I try to change others' uh, perception of him and everything that people say. I'm like, if you don't know him, if you haven't met him, then you don't know.
1: Like, right? Because there's there's really two Lazes. There's the re- there's Gary Cantrell, and that's mm-hmm. that's who he is, right? And then there's this character that's been created that looks like him, that is the 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 folklore of. A million documentaries and stories and all of that and and legends and and Gary yes looks an awful lot like Laz but I I, I don't think people really get the real Gary from the stories that they hear about Laz because it Laz is almost a character that Gary plays in a way but I'm sure that you could see at the finish line how proud he was of you.
0: Oh be. And he was just like, so excited. He's like, usually I don't get to watch the women's race because the men are so far, you know, far ahead and he has to be at the finish, which is completely understandable. And so for him to say, yeah, like I be there, I got to get the splits. I got to see it and experience it. He was like, it was exceeded his expectations. He even wrote a recap of the race between the top four people that got the gold shirt. And he said, Allison found the magic and it was the performance of the day. And considering you had Harvey Lewis out there, you had Camille, you had John who I think had won the race or had three other gold shirts. I don't know. A phenomenal guy. And to say me like the klutzy high school runner that finds runners on Tinder. Like it was just like, are you, are you confusing me with someone else? Like it was one of those imposter syndrome moments, but it was just like, wow, like I did that. So to repeat again this year says that like, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't because we had amazing weather, which I mean, it didn't hurt, but to know, okay, I, I, And just as capable as anyone else really helps me because, I mean, you still line up and you're like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to compete? But it's just having that inner, like, I don't know, voice saying, you can do this. You've done this.
1: Well, I think, too, the difference being there was no expectations on you at all. There was nothing. There was no target on your back. There was no talk. There was no buzz. You went in and shocked the world in 2022. I mean, to think about your name here you are this unknown runner from georgia who's done some things and you're being mentioned in the same breath as not only camille heron but harvey lewis i think harvey lewis also will go down in history as one of the greatest ultra runners ever and it's so funny because the two of them are like the nicest people on planet earth like (laughs) they really are i mean harvey is the nicest person i've one of the nicest people i've ever met in my life period um but to be mentioned with them but then you get all of that right and now you have a year did you know immediately after 2022 that you wanted to go back to strolling gym or was it like okay I've experienced that this was I can I can never run this race again and I'll be happy because of how that ended
0: I mean it's the usual like tsd where you're like no I don't want to see another dog I don't want to see another hill like I don't want to see another spray paint like mm-hmm. this is not a hill like I was like, okay, check that. Like, there's so many races I want to do. But Ben was like, I want to sign up. So I was like, cool, like, I'll crew you. Like, let's go. Let's see what you can do. And he was like, no, 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 no. Let's both do it and get written in, you know, the record book of, you know, the first couple to get gold shirts. You know, maybe we could both win it. Like, imagine the possibilities because, Laz or Steve do a kind of history book of um, the race, which is so fun to read. Just once again, reading about Janice or everyone else that's run it in the 45 year history. Um, And Ben had such a wonderful experience crewing me and meeting Laz and like totally changing his perception of him that he really wanted to do it. So we both, you know, sign up. He signs me actually up for, um, for Hanukkah. So, you know, <laughs> a little, you know, season of giving. And um, so I was like, cool, let's do it. And then we both start training. But then he ends up getting injured. And he's like, there's no point in me just kind of, you know, half assing this. I'll crew you. We know what we're doing we know what we're getting ourselves into um just rock it you know
1: think you know the brooks ghost think again introducing the all-new better than ever ghost 16 now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight supreme softness that feels good every step every street every single day so go ahead take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen infused ghost 16 It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. And so, the the idea you get to this the start line this year. Oh, but you're not you're not the unknown runner from Georgia. Now you are. Oh my God, that's Allison Mercer. That's the gal that pushed Camille last year. That was that's the third woman in history that's gotten a gold shirt at Strolling Gym. How is the starting line different for you in 2022 as opposed to 2023?
0: Well, I walk to pack a Pickup and Steve immediately gives me a hug and it's just like, you're the woman to beat. And I'm like, me? Like, of course, I did walk in with gold shirt on just because Ben was like, You gotta flex. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm setting myself up for failure, walking in going, Hi guys, look at me. But I was just like, why not? You know? Maybe I was like, maybe Laz will remember me. I'm like, Ben's like, he's gonna remember you. Mm -hmm. And he's says hi and he's setting up and it was just like cool to see him. And I'm just like, wow, like what? Like, it's just weird to be that person. And at the time, um, you know, just being blown away and then driving the course again. And I'm like, Oh, here we go. You know? Mm-hmm. And our friend Joe um, was doing it too for the first time. So just seeing his like um, reaction to the course was definitely interesting. But I was just like going in, I've done this, I can do this. Um, though I felt like my training wasn't as strong, you know, you're you're older yeah. and everything. But I was like, let's let's see what I got, you know? Let's go. And and having the experience and knowing what to expect and knowing I can do it was totally different mindset.
1: And a different race too. I mean, you really were you're kind of all by yourself. There was no Camille Heron out there in front of you to chase. How, how was the race different? Not having anyone to chase, but being chased the entire time yourself.
0: Yeah. I mean, for the first 10 miles, I had a couple guys go ahead of me and I just imagine whenever I saw a car, it was like a female's crew going up. Yeah. So it's like, you're running scared And I ran with my friend Joe for a little bit and then he went ahead because I needed to get another bottle um, from Ben. And I just kind of was like, don't, don't be stupid. Like, don't go too fast. You know, mile 10, mile 26 are going to roll up and it was starting to get really hot. It was probably 20 degrees, no joke, warmer. So starting off, it was like thirty mile an hour wins. It was like absolutely stupid. I was like, I'm just gonna use Joe as a shield. Like yeah. even though I'm five nine, I can't really get shielded by anyone. It's not like I'm five two and it can duck. Right. But um, you know, just ran my race and then slowly started rolling in um guys where one quit at mile twenty, another one was walking at mile thirty five, and then at mile thirty nine, right when you know, you're in that finish on the open highway, I see Joe. And at mile 36, Ben was like, Joe's only 90 seconds ahead of you. You're gonna catch him. Yeah. And Joe was just like, um, saw me and was just like, all right, like she's going for sub five. I and I didn't even look at my watch. I didn't want to psych myself out. But then all of a sudden at the marathon split, I saw I was like two minutes faster than last year. And at 50K, same, like, well, four minutes. Yeah. But like you say, the last 10 miles, it's just open and exposed. I was just like, don't be stupid. Just slow down. Like, make sure you're hydrating.
1: And the crazy thing is how, how consistent you were. The 2022 was a colder year for strolling gym so you know you run a 456 in 2022 in 2023 you run a 457 11 you run essentially like 30 sorry 29 seconds slower in a hotter year I and mean, that that's that's incredible that is if it's the if, if all the weather is the same as 2022 that's that. Possibly translates into a sub 450. I mean, you have to be incredibly happy to to be that consistent two years over the Strolling Gym course.
0: Yeah, I thought something was wrong with my watch. I was like, "How is this possible? Like, how am I doing this?" <laughs> and it actually like felt easier going up the hills and the downhills, and just like focusing and just being like, "All right, like I got through the hard part." Like once you get through mile twenty six. You're like, if I have legs, like it's flat. Like I remember passing guys last year around there and I was just like, you know, motoring and also just having that mentality. Like I got this, I got this. Of course I messed up on the downhills and then whatever. But this year it was just like, learn from your mistakes and then just finish strong. You know, once you hit that, um, you know, that highway part, it's like two miles and you're done and i'm like what's 2 miles you know
1: right exactly when did it hit you or did you even know that when you cross the finish line in 2023 in 4 hours 57 minutes and 11 seconds that you had now become the only woman on planet earth that has earned two gold shirts from strolling gym
0: yeah. Right away, Steve was like, guess what? You're the first woman. I was like, has anyone ever had back to back? He's like, no, one's ever gotten to period. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like I have half of the women's gold shirts, like right. in my possession, <laughs> like so crazy in the 45 year history. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like incredible to feel that way and be like, Wow and now i can be an i run far like (laughs) i'll actually get a mention it won't be just camille it'll be like hey like hey and of course you know they said you know this year's race lacks star power but allison still what
1: (laughs) brian powell (laughs) thanks guys brian you dick why seriously oh (laughs) man that was uh that was a horrible thing to write brian Brian Powell, I'm disappointed in you for writing that. Lack star power. It didn't lack star power. Allison Mercer was there, but no. Did what did did you did you reach out to Camille afterwards and say like, hey, I I won again or I I went I went sub five again.
0: Um, I did, and Steve had already reached out because <laughs> when I got there, he took a selfie and, and sent it to her, and I was like, wish you were here. And you know, I she could have showed up again. Like I didn't know if she was going to show up again. Like. Devin Yanko was supposed to Mm -hmm. and then couldn't. And so I was just like, I thought I was just going to have a Camille situation all over again. So I was just like, whatever, let's go, you know? But, um, yeah, I mean, she was so excited. Um, she was still recovering, I think from the 48 hour and then had the Memorial day weekend and, and had a lot of things lined up, but, um, no, she was so proud and she's just like, that's incredible. um, it was so nice to have her encouragement even before. And it was funny cuz um Connor was actually wearing a strolling gym shirt during her 48 hour attempt. So awesome. I thought that was a sign that she
1: was going to do it again. Yeah. You're like, "Oh no, not Don't you sign up again on Thursday? This is going to be my year." But yeah. But you have to, Allison have an incredible amount of confidence now in yourself. You talked about growing up and you couldn't do really any other sport but cross country because you were so uncoordinated. You weren't going to make any baskets, whatever. You're a middle of the pack high school runner. Your parents had said, why couldn't you have been this fast before? College would have been cheaper. You must have an incredible sense of self-confidence now, just seeing what you're capable of doing.
0: Yeah. I mean, you you always have that doubt back and Worth, But having these accomplishments, having someone that believes in you and my family and everyone so supportive and unity in general is amazing. Like the reactions that I got after the race, I was just like, wow, like it's so nice. And, and being a, a leader in Atlanta for Trail Sisters and just trying to be a good role model and just enjoy running like at the end of the day. I just like running. Like, it doesn't matter if I don't do another race, like running's fun. It, it. you meet so many people, you just get to experience something on foot and that you say you can do. Like how many people are like, Oh, I don't like to run that far or drive that far, whatever. Right. I don't right. That. Yeah. Um, but just to have that. And yeah, I mean now, you know, I'm like, should I go for a 50 mile? Maybe go for the hundred K team. Like, There's a lot of possibilities that, once again, high school me would have never thought was possible and just thought you would be smoking something if you were to suggest (laughs) that I would be able to do things like this.
1: Right, like you'd be the woman that has half of the gold shirts given out for women in strolling gym. Oh, yeah.
0: And I hope it encourages other women to sign up. Like, I want to see just as many women on that starting line as men. So... you know, hopefully this sets the tone and sets an example for women in the future for that race.
1: I hope so too. And I hope when, especially when 2022 rolled around and people saw you and Camille and what you did at that race and then to see you again this year, that it opens the gate for more women. Um, I, I, for whatever reason, it seems like there are barriers for women into ultra running. I don't know if it's a time constraint or whatever, but I do think that what you did these past two years hopefully will inspire runners who may be half marathon marathon runners to take that next step and to enter the world of ultra running, because, you know, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a great outcome for a Tinder date as you've been proof of, you know,
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, it's just, yeah, anything is possible. I mean, you go from, you know, getting dirty on the trails to getting dirty in backwoods, Tennessee. Like
1: <laughs> who knew? <laughs> exactly. But um, one thing I wanted to ask you, great. yeah, it's, it's, it is so cool. And I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy for you. It was so cool to see and and to see that post that, that Derb made uh, when you made that history. Um, two more things for you before, before we go. Um, what is something that you would recommend? Something that you've experienced over your training over your running, what is something that you would recommend to a runner that wants to get faster? What's something they can do to get faster, to go from the middle of the pack to maybe front middle of the pack or even where you are at the front of the pack right now?
0: I mean, let's be honest, like what people are doing in world championships were far from, you know, from the pack with all the sub four minute miles that, you know, boys, high school track is doing, but um, just going trail running, like honestly going on the AT, doing weekend adventures with Ben or finding a group. I think trail running, it forces you to slow down, but it also forces you to use more muscles. And like I say, like it makes the roads so much easier, but also the views, the mountains, especially here in Georgia, you can't beat them. And going outside your comfort zone, like, I think just having that experience of enjoying running and it is very cliche about finding your why, like there's nothing better than a view and just seeing what you've accomplished and and what you're able to do.
1: Is that your why to see what you can do?
0: Definitely. And just be happy and enjoy it and just enjoy the experience and meeting new people and just challenging yourself. Like, I I don't need to have a race to get myself out the door. Mm-hmm. I just want to be out there. It's my happy place I, if I'm listening to a podcast or just, you know, going to a new trail to explore. I'm like, let's go. Like, just being open-minded to it.
1: Final question for you, Allison. What's next? What's next for Allison Mercer?
0: <laughs> um, It's funny because um Connor Camille's husband asked me the same thing last year he's like you're so talented and he didn't know because I had just talked to him and he thought I was just a fan (laughs) the day before um I'm doing the Peachtree Road Race 10k because why not even though my 5k time is my 10k time is my half marathon 40 miler and then um I'll be doing the Berlin Marathon so going to all over Europe and experience that, and then potentially a 50 miler in November well, and very- also crewing then. Yeah. So
1: that sounds like a heck of a lineup, Allison. we we'll look forward to seeing what you do in the future.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Once again, the only thing missing was Jeff Stafford, <laughs> who, by the way, I totally fangirled over when I saw him at Strolling Gym last year, but was so afraid to talk to him. No! Because I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, that's Jeff Stafford. So I did when I saw him at Cruel Jewel, like two weeks later. Um, Cause once again, friend of the podcast, Kyle, was he was crewing Kyle. Mm-hmm. And um, I started talking to him. And Ben's like, You are the biggest dork ever. He's like, No one else probably knows who he is. And I'm just like, I just want to hear him talk. Like, it's Jeff Stafford. Like, maybe he'll do a bird call. I don't know. Maybe he'll say, you know, you know uh, what was it, Christmas story, or Christmas Carol, whatever he did with Liz Canty. Like, yes. I don't know, but I hope so. Like...
1: Um, but yeah, I will tell you that Jeff is deep in training for HOTS he's, he's doing HOTS this year which is Heart of the South um, he will be back on once that's all over so we've got like a, like a two month period of no Jeff but just trust me people Jeff will be back uh, at some point he is busy training and racing and all of that stuff Allison Mercer thank you so much for being on the Adventure Jogger
0: thank you Ryan I really appreciate it <laughs>